Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. Oh yeah, I got on my smart-ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low-impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart-ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the Things We Love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smart ass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Ooh, it's been a busy week, eh? It sounds a little bit like a John Oliver. Uh... intro (laughs) welcome 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 (laughs) it's been another busy week (laughs) moving on every week is a busy week every week is a busy week yes so uh right after we recorded our top gun maverick episode Mm -hmm. the very next day yes we went somewhere where did we go we went to toronto pride that's right the toronto pride parade first time it's run since before covid Yes. So this is since it, 2019. Since yeah, 2019. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's been three years since it's since it's run. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know it's crazy, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So June is Pride Month, yes. as if you don't know, and there are tons and tons of Pride events going on in Toronto during the month of June, but it mm-hmm. culminates the last Sunday of June with the giant parade. Yes, and the parade runs kind of starts near the Gay Village. Yes. And then College and Wellesley. Yeah. And then Church and Wellesley. Church and Wellesley, yeah. And then it makes its way down Young a section of Young Street, finishing at this kind of downtown Young and Dundas Square. (sighs) Yeah, it's called Young and Dundas Square, but it's this sort of multi purpose venue where it's kinda like Times Square. Yeah. I I guess it's kinda like New York's Times Square, but way smaller. And uses less electricity. Yeah, a little less. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Yonge Street, the longest street in the world. Yeah. Is interesting in Toronto because there it doesn't have the same kind of zoning requirements that other places do. So you have a real eclectic mix of retailers there. You have everything there. There's strip clubs. Yep. And head shops and shoe stores and restaurants and all on these, you know, in the downtown section, several blocks of Young Street. And that's where the majority of the parade route is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I waffled back and forth about going. It was actually you that talked me into going. Yes. Gently encouraged. Sorry. You encouraged me to go. Mm-hmm. And why did you think it was so important for me to go, for us to go? I think because the the road decision that had just come down a couple of days before. And so everybody was kind of like, eh. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I don't think they were, uh, they were like. What, ah! mad? Yeah. But I felt like Pride was going to be something to behold this year because it was the first one In post-COVID. Years. Yeah. And I thought that that energy would be fun to experience. Mm-hmm. I'd never been to Pride. You'd never been to Pride. No, no. But the main reason I thought that this would be good for you was because this was your first Pride after, I don't know, like essentially acknowledging, acknowledging that you are bisexual. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a Pride since that I've been an ally for a really, really always. long time. Always, Both of us. always. Yeah. And this was the first Pride, the first Pride month that really had come along since I'd sort of realized or acknowledged the fact that I'm bisexual. Mm. And I think it's funny. I don't know. I don't know if it's I was always like this or it just took a relationship like ours to set it free. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of research to show that women's sexuality becomes more fluid as they get older and they're not bogged down with mother wife type of duties right and also it's just a different time right there's a lot of rapid social change going on and so when we started playing with other people i think i was oh i was pleasantly surprised to discover that i was bisexual it wasn't when we did you know threesomes with women it wasn't just taking turns right with you it wasn't it wasn't an fmf threesome it was an ffm threesome right which are two completely different things yeah and by the time i'd articulated all that and gotten my mind around it we were into covid Mm -hmm. and so yeah this was the first pride parade but i was trepidatious about it Mm -hmm. i mean i think with with a bunch of other things i you sometimes you feel like a fraud or you feel like a faker right you feel like you don't belong there right because a, a cis by woman can easily hide if they wanted to. Oh, yeah. And I have. Right. I have hit, like, it's not not actively hiding, but it's just, it's, (laughs) it irritates me a little bit because it's the kind of gay that straight men are okay with. Mm -hmm. So I don't really care about that, but it's just like, oh, that's that's pretty fucking hot. And it's just like, yeah, it's not for you. Like, (laughs) and, but then, you know, I think I'm still suffering some after effects of, lockdowns and covid and and that kind of thing and that trepidation about being in large crowds and what that was going to mean i'm also really really short so (laughs) crowds i'm usually elbow level with everyone and it's not super safe for me so i was just like you know like as an and then as an introvert i start thinking about Oh, I got to get down there, and then it's going to be yeah. Because we weren't going to drive. Where am I going to? Where am I going to go to the bathroom and all that kind? And you're like, 
dude, come on. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) It was an interesting train ride because the Canadian women's national soccer team was playing a friendly match against the Korean national team. Yes, that's right. So as we got closer and closer to downtown Toronto, Union Station, the crowd became on the train much more (laughs) soccer supporters. Yep. Which ran the gamut mainly when the children that were there were mainly girls. Little girls, yeah. Little girls in soccer jerseys, and it was great to see. And then soccer women. And soccer women. And their parents. And rainbow (laughs) everything. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You know, I thought it was cool, though, because everybody was kind of intermingling and just chatting about how excited they were for whatever reason they were going to Toronto. Right. And it's one of the great things about living where we live. We get all the benefits of living near a major city without without actually having to live in without that city. having to live there it, yeah. it, it's, we can easily visit getting there on the train is super duper easy but yeah it was it was really interesting to see i think that was the most exciting thing before i got there was that i was pretty much going to be able to wear whatever i wanted yes and nobody was going to say shit to me right like i don't think i would normally get on a train in a bikini like i had shorts on but they were little yeah you had these tiny little white shorts white jean shorts and, Daisy and Duke. like and a unicorn bikini yeah it's fantastic <laughs> thank you but i was super excited about that and nobody even looked at me sideways it was like being back in europe again yeah it was great yeah i wonder though if like that's just the summer that we're having where it's like we, no one gives a fuck wear whatever you want and then and then remember there was that church leader I don't know what he was. Pastor, I guess. He had a collar on. He had a collar on. He looked like a priest. But he was wearing shorts and had his nails painted. Yes. And had a little rainbow button that said, when did you choose to be straight? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he was on his way to pride. He was. He, <laughs> he was, was on, on his, his way, way to, to pride. pride. And he was and he was chatting chatting up with one of the soccer ladies. Yep. Yeah. They were yeah. just... And he was an old guy. Like, it wasn't like he was a young, hip No, no, no. He pastor. was... No, he was an older guy. And, and they were talking about how hot it was. Yeah. It was almost like... We were supposed to be there <laughs> because we woke up on Sunday and it was really cloudy and kind of shitty out. And as soon as we were starting to get ready to go, the sun came out and it got really, really hot. Oh my God, it was fucking hot. And you were so cute in your like turquoise shorts and your pink shirt. Yep. You were ready. You had your outfit ready to go. Yep. I knew what I was going to wear. And we walked a few blocks. It was really, it was such a beautiful day. We just walked and walked and walked until we found a spot. And man, I'll tell you, I haven't been that happy in a while. Yeah, there there was some some fun video of you just dancing and letting loose and smiling from ear to ear. It was really it was really sweet. To maybe see. I'll, maybe I'll post it. Maybe I'll post it. Yeah, maybe. It, it was it was just to hear the music and see people. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'll post the the flag mm-hmm. routine. Mm-hmm. People were just. Everybody was just in the best mood and mm-hmm. it was a celebration, but also protest. You yes. know, there was a lot there of There was a lot like, of support for yeah. women's reproductive rights. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, yeah, there was a there was a a sense of hope mm-hmm. in the crowd and in the people that were in the parade and there was a lot of interaction and there was like it was so much fun. Like the music was amazing and the colors and It's like, like Lady Gaga and Cher were 
yeah. were were the soundtrack for yeah. for Pride and Pink and oh and Pink yeah that's right yeah and Pink it was just yeah it, I'd never seen anything like it and I will definitely go back again next year yeah. and plan a little better maybe to go to some of the other events mm-hmm. but it was really affirming to be there I mean there's nothing wrong with supporting as an ally yeah but to be there as, well that's why I was there as part of yeah and it was really nice it was really nice to to have you there and to be there together but to be there for my first time as one of the alphabet people one of the alphabet people <laughs> as uncle dan says yeah it was was and especially at my age mm. you know to just be starting that now was like and i'm a girl again you know? <laughs> so yeah so we just wanted to tell you guys that we did go and it was an amazing time and if you get a chance to go like it's pride is for everybody that's right come um, to toronto end of june yeah come to toronto or go in your own city yeah. like because yeah there were pride events all over but go over as an ally yeah, if sure. you don't have to you don't have to be queer to go mm-hmm. as long as you're not going to go and be shitty and like you know like that one counter protester that was there oh my god so we we didn't stay in young and dundas square for a reason because it, it it's got a little bit of uh it gives a little bit of speaker's corner yeah where people can just fucking show up and say whatever they want and you you did you had some counter protesters there talking about you know you're not even allowed to say what a woman is anymore what is a woman and you're just like so controversial you're like fuck off fuck all the way off but we did get free gummy bears so that was cool yeah we did (laughs) yeah we just regular you know gummy bears and some other people that i knew there were kind enough to get me a dick water bottle It's very big and very veiny. And extremely veiny. And yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So thank you. Thank you know you. who you are. Thank you for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't shown it to you yet I because don't, I don't I, want you to cry. I've seen it. I've, I've, <laughs> I saw people. I saw people on the parade route with it. Yep. It's like where where is it appropriate for you to take that out anywhere? Well. It's not. No. I can't. I can use it. Other than it. pride or bachelorette party. Or my house. Or, yeah, but but not ar- when my son's home. Walking around. I know. You can't. You sipping can't. from the pee hole. Like, can it's- you imagine taking that to the gym? <laughs> you should take it to the gym. No, I can't. I want my membership to stay. You should totally take it to the gym. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. <laughs> I think it might be the best idea. No. <laughs> so what's going on? So speaking of slightly better ideas. Yes. So it took a couple of weeks, but the president of the United States, current president, Joe Biden, signed an executive order two weeks to the date of the Supreme Court's decision to basically protect access to abortion, part of his administration's So what response. does that look like? What is What was the order? So the order aims... I'm just, I'm just reading from an NBC News piece here. The order aims to safeguard access to reproductive health care services, including abortion and contraception, protect patients' privacy and access to accurate information, and promote the safety and security of patients, providers, and clinics. So this is big because, because of the types of trigger laws that came into effect after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. patient data could be, could be used to convict them. For instance, if you yeah, had like what a, happened to privilege? Well, it was things like period tracker apps. Oh yeah, no, fuck that. Because if if they could subpoena data from because that data is freely available, right, like, right, anonymized or whatever, but they could figure out 
whether or not somebody was pregnant based on their period tracker data right, right. or if they went to a pharmacy to buy a pregnancy test they could find out on the financial records what they purchased and then use that as evidence to support this because in a lot in a number of these states if you you could be charged with a crime for getting an abortion right and so all of these sorts of things so having this data privacy was really important yeah. to make sure that and it's funny I mean, it's not money, but it's interesting that Biden said that this decision was not driven by the Constitution. The court has made it clear it will not protect the rights of women. Wow. Yeah. It's a pretty strong statement. Yeah. So so there's a bunch of things that are going on, but one of the big things is to make sure that in states where abortion is illegal mm-hmm. to protect healthcare providers from being sued by other states where it's illegal because now they've set these things if you cross state lines to procure an abortion right you could be charged right right and this all came after that horrible case in between the court's decision and this executive order there was that 10 year old yes in, was it in illinois ohio i think ohio who had to leave the state to get an abortion right and this is exactly when the everybody when, when the proponents of of the of roe being overturned were like you're just fear-mongering you're you're overreacting abortion's not illegal now it's just up to the states to decide what to do this is exactly the sort of thing that right. people were worried about happening and, right. and it happened and unfortunately because this is an executive order if biden doesn't get reelected for whatever reason in the next term and a republican president gets elected they can just overturn this executive order and so what he's saying is like congress needs to codify this in law right so that it can't be taken away and right now the numbers are so slim that the vote and he says this is like women he hopes women and people who our allies with women will vote in droves to mm-hmm. elect more Democrats so they can get the numbers in the Senate and in and in the House of Reps to to try and, you know, make sure that they can pass laws that will protect this so all of this nonsense can go away. Jeez. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? It it is it is crazy. I have a lot of friends that I've made through this podcast. Yep. My sisters in the States mm-hmm. and they are flooding their social media with different stories and content to bring awareness mm-hmm. to what's going on and the unintended consequences that these laws have. Yeah. You have Clarence Thomas in his concurrence coming out being like, we, nothing is, no precedent is safe anymore. We should revisit everything like marriage equality, like contraception for contraception, married couples, segregation, like it literally, if you if the idea that precedent no longer matters, then no decision that has been made by the Supreme Court is safe from being revisited. And the courts up until this activist court that the U.S. has now, always the, the, the way that they tried to do things was the least amount of disruption. If something had been settled, it was settled. Mm-hmm. And you have at least three of the justices who in their confirmation hearing said Roe is settled law. There is no need to revisit it because it is settled law. And they need to answer for that. They do. And there's been talk. I can't remember if it was AOC or another politician who was like, there should be perjury proceedings because they lied under oath. Mm -hmm, They said mm -hmm. they were not going to do this. And look who voted for. They just big fat went and did it. They just big fat and did it anyways because everybody knew that they were just lying to get the job. (laughs) 
And once they had the numbers, they were going to pull this fucking nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, it's, it's been, it's been a crazy couple of weeks and I, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm speechless again. Like Mm -hmm. it never, it, that never happens, but I'm speechless again, but I'm, I'm seeing and hearing and watching people mobilize. And I hope this is something that drives people to pay attention and vote. Yeah. And really, really think about the midterms and really think about the mm-hmm. next presidential election mm-hmm. because if you are a woman or you love one, it's it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Yep. And those of us north of the wall can't get complacent. No, not because at Because there are politicians on this side of the border that are trying to do exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. There's a provincial politician here who has said he would like to make abortion unthinkable in his lifetime. And that's fine for him. Sure. Don't, he doesn't have don't, to think about it ever again. Yeah. Don't get a, don't, you don't want, you don't like abortion. Don't get a, an abortion. Yeah. No, simple that's fine. As that. It's very simple. Yeah. Very simple. So. <laughs> to later we're, fair. We're going to pivot again. <laughs> this is a shit sandwich episode. This is a shit sandwich episode. I, that, I learned that from you, the shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain what the shit the, sandwich is? The shit is? sandwich is a great management technique where <laughs> if one of one of the things, one of the skills I have is as a scuba instructor. And when I'm teaching students, mm-hmm. when we're debriefing a dive, we'll do the shit sandwich. I mean, unless everything went perfect, but inevitably with students, mm. it, it doesn't all go perfect. So you start with something good. Mm-hmm. Then you give them some bad news, yep. something that needs to be corrected, and then you finish with something good again. Encouragement. And and it was funny because the the instructor I had that was teaching me, the, the instructor trainer, it was funny. It's like, you can't just be, like, you got to think about this. You can't just be like, good job not dying. <laughs> Next time, don't do this, this, and this. That sounds like something you would say. Yeah. So yeah. You, you have to be genuine. You have to find something. And yes. sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's like... Hey, I really liked how everybody kept their regulators in their mouth for the whole dive. Good job. Okay, you'd be surprised. Like sometimes that doesn't happen. Well, no, the fear response is uh, to just rip the mask off I and know. spit the regulator. So. I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that. That's how I know. Panic diver. Yes, the one that I use most often is two stars and a wish. Okay. So two things that you liked, and then one thing that you would like to, to do see, better to see them do better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is a shit sandwich. We'll do two stars and a wish next time. Okay, perfect. So speaking of women behaving badly, (laughs) (laughs) I have a list here of 21 normal things that men do that are considered inappropriate when women try it. Okay. Okay. Let's hit this list. Let's hit this list. So peeing standing up. (sighs) I mean, over a toilet, that would be weird and unnecessary. Sure. Logistically, it seems not the easiest thing to do. We do hover. In yeah. public, yeah, we do hover. We do the we do the squat, the the isometric squat mm-hmm. pee thing. Mm-hmm. But also, when you're in nature, you have to do that. What are you going to do? You're going to sit on the ground? No, you 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 grab a branch and you lean back. That's, that's exactly. We were in Africa, uh-huh. we were, and it was one of those stupid things where it was like I had two minutes before I had to be on the truck <laughs> on the on the bucky. Yeah, we were going for a game drive, and. I was like, you know what? It, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just had a bunch of liquid and I'm about to be bounced around in the back of a la- of a Range Rover or Land Rover. For three hours. For three hours. Yeah. I'm sure what could possibly it, go what wrong. What could go wrong? Yeah. 
Well, and the thing was, it was only a 5K drive, uh-huh. but the problem was every 200 meters, we would see a group of something. You have to stop. So you have to stop and count them. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of the of the game drive. Mm-hmm. For research purposes. Yeah. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And finally, I was like... Kudu, guys. <laughs> finally, I was like, listen, okay, look, I my back teeth are floating. I have to go. So the safety officer with the giant rifle had to get off the truck with mm-hmm. me and walk me about 20 meters away into the bush. Privacy. And he was like, all right, I'm going to be over here. And he stood about 12 feet away, 15 feet away to make sure I didn't get eaten. Yep. And... I held on to a tree and leaned back as far as I could and let it rip. And I was I remember being like, oh my God, this is taking so long. <laughs> it was the longest pee. It was one of those like racehorse peas, you know what I mean? Where you could like dig a hole in the ground. Oh my goodness. But other than that, like, it, that's not creepy, is it? Like men, men pee standing up all the time. They I know, can pee it's, anywhere. It's, but- one of, it's one of the great unfair advantages that men have. It's like, I have to pee right here. I'm gonna do it. Yep. Up against From a wall. From the time you're a little, little boy. They have like little, what are those little camping things? They where have pee funnels. Yeah. Yeah. Or it makes it go forwards yeah. instead of back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so cool. that that can help. Yeah. Patting NFL players on the butt. <laughs> I mean, if I had NFL players in my orbit, <laughs> you'd be touching their butts all I the time. I would totally be doing that. <laughs> Is that inappropriate? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't think so. No. No. Calling your genitals lil something. A little general. Yeah. Like Joey <laughs> Tribbiani. I thought it was the little major. Well, after Debbie DiMucci, I had to promote him. <laughs> but if a woman called her genitals... Little kitty. Little kitty. <laughs> <laughs> little Kim. <laughs> Hoochie coochie. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But is. men talk about their dick like it's another person all the sure, time. Sure, like Dante and little Dante, right? <laughs> Don't be so modest. <laughs> <laughs> Making sex jokes. Apparently, that's not very ladylike. No, are you kidding me? That's awesome. I love that you make sex jokes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, guys guys aren't even as good at it as I am. No, I think with your coworkers too, it disarms them so much. I feel like the laugh is bigger when I do uh-huh. it because they're just kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's inappropriate. Go out topless in public. Well, we live in Ontario. Legal in Ontario. That's been legal for 20 years. Mm-hmm. We told somebody that at Pride. Yeah, it was. there was a teenager there. Yeah. Because there was some nudity, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I probably, some, sometimes not as much as are... I was hoping for, but... <laughs> we saw some... We saw some... We saw one wiener. We saw some salsich. Yeah. And, and, a, some, and, and some And some nips yeah. here and there. But the, but we, they we were broke like, the news. Oh, but they were like, oh, they're out, they're out, they're out, they're is out, they're out. Is there, are they going to get in trouble? It's like, no, that shit's and, legal. And I said, no, it's been legal to show your tits in public for 20 years. And they were stunned. They mm-hmm. had no idea. But yep, in Ontario, women have won the right to legally take their top off in public. It's a right that isn't exercised very much outside no. of the beaches. No, you don't see it very often, but it is it is legal it is to possible. do that. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag free the nip. <laughs> this one is in my country. If a girl smokes, she's considered a slut. What country is that? I don't know. It doesn't say. And why are you smoking? Shame on you. I mean, I wouldn't say she's a slut. She's just dumb. Like if you're smoke, hey. If any of you out there are still smoking, you should quit because it's terrible for you. Yes. It's the single worst thing you can do for your health. The worst. The worst. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Grunting during workouts. Yeah, that would be weird if you're at a gym and there's this dainty little woman and she's just like... They can grunt during tennis. Yeah, Steffi Graf was famous for her grunt. Yeah, but... And so are the Venus... 
the Venus sisters. The Venus sisters. Wow. Serena's like, wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. The Williams sisters. Mm. The Williams sisters. I mean, tennis. That's the only you know, place women I mean, are allowed to grunt. Not like making up grunting, but like sometimes yeah, but, you but make guys noises. Guys are so over the top at the gym. There are some there's, bros there that just they're kind of extra. Yeah, super extra. <laughs> Bear hugs that lift you off the ground. <laughs> I'm picturing. I'm picturing like going and giving my mama a hug, and, and she just, just like picks up. me, and she picks me up. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that to someone you know next time. I yeah. See them. Okay. Yeah, your most giant friend having a significantly younger partner. Excuse me. Hey, as a significantly younger partner, I take offense to that. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that's a big deal anymore. I think there's a lot of women that date younger men. Yeah. That it's not a big deal. Yeah, because all us guys want to be cougar hunters, apparently. Wow. 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 <laughs> readjusting their genitals. Well, what are you readjusting? I mean, um, exactly. sometimes, sometimes there's a lip- underwear creeps in. There's a lips hanging oh, out. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. There's, I'm, a, I'm there's thinking, a labia hanging I, out. I'm thinking physically moving something, but I didn't think about clothing getting in the way. Okay. No, I but like, you know, you reach in there and you just kind of move it. Yeah. I mean, guys just move their junk around. But most women I know, including myself, go to the bathroom if they need to readjust. I mean... I guess if you have to. That's why I we guess. have pockets, because you can do it through your pocket. Right. I mean, we can't do that. I've readjusted my boobs mm-hmm. in public, but, you know. Maybe to that, cheers. Maybe that's why I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Having unshaved arms and legs. I've shaved my arms before. Oh, wait a second. Having unshaved arms and legs. Yeah, not armpits. Like arms. Like hairy forearms and hairy legs. Are women supposed to shave their arms now? No, but but some women who have particularly thick or dark hair will do that. Really? Yeah, because otherwise it ends up being bushy and people are self-conscious about that. And I think the beauty standard in Western society generally is leans towards less hair. I have hair never heard anybody say she's a 10, but she's got hairy arms. But he she's runs- a 10, but her arms are hairier than Dante's legs. <laughs> no. Spitting. Spitting? Spitting. Spitting. Like, yeah. Like, that's gross. Hawking a loogie. I don't like it when anyone does no, that. it's gross all the way around. I think it's disgusting when anyone mm. does it. Yeah. You know, in Singapore, actually, you can be arrested Good. for spitting. They know? should bring... They should have that here. Do you see a lot of spitting here? You know what? When you used to see a lot of people smoking, you used to see a lot of spitting. Now that there's not a lot of people smoking, mm. you don't see as much spitting as you used to. We should go back to Montreal and see how much spitting's going on Oh, over there. Yes probably spit everywhere talking openly about their bodies especially their private parts i feel like men could talk about their junk more openly without judgment than women could about their vaginas especially when talking about masturbation periods and queefing why does that why do we need to talk about queefing i don't i don't know i think it depends on who your audience is i also agree it depends on the company like i have no problem talking to my friends about shit my girlfriends yeah you're gonna talk about that kind of stuff i mean i don't feel like Queefing is is a topic that needs to be discussed. It's like, well, so this happened. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and, and you better get that checked out. Yeah, no, like I don't know. You Google it; it's cancer. I mean, we talk about we talk about all kinds of shit, but like, do men just sit around and talk about their dicks? I mean, I guess. See, see our next episode for why men don't have any friends. <laughs> Man spreading. That's not okay for guys to do that either. No. No. I don't feel like I need to have my ankles or knees crossed. All no, the we time. don't. We don't live in that kind of. No, but manspreading is not like sp- sitting with your knees out wide isn't 
polite for anybody. No. It's just like passive-aggressively taking up space. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, agreed. Burping and farting. I also don't like that when anyone does it. Yeah, it's not okay when... No. Like, I work hard with my kids (laughs) to keep them... Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. I mean, I I also work hard personally to not... To not fart in front of me. Yes, yeah. I know, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I can't help it sometimes. Sometimes things escape. It's always funny when we have like a big belly laugh and then one of us like... Farts? Yeah, go, oh! And then we laugh even more. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think that there's some some things that are not meant for company. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think See sh- playing with your junk. Yeah. I think you should try really hard not to do either of those things in yeah. public. Sometimes you can't help it. Or even around your partner. Like sometimes you can't help it. But I don't God, feel like. Leave the room, man. Yeah. And you know what? I have heard you from the other room. I know. And I and damn you, Spain and your <laughs> lack of bathroom doors. He's got his fist in the air. But but you know what? It doesn't matter because we have bodies and that stuff happens. Yeah. But I just appreciate the fact that you've taken it to another room. Just the fact that the the walls happen to be thin is not your fault. I know. I have holy fuck the noisiest bathroom fan in my water closet in my master bathroom right it is like a fucking jet engine and you can still hear it no and i haven't changed it because because it co- it provides it so much everything. cover yes it does <laughs> <laughs> but holy shit it is, it is super loud you're right it is like a jet engine oh my god but that's why it's my favorite bathroom in your house i know because I know. yeah it's a faraday cage of sound <laughs> Pursuing a romantic partner. Are we not done with this yet? Mm, Are women not allowed to pursue yes. a partner? Yes. They're wrong. Fuck that list. Whoever that, said that. That's ridiculous. Women women can pursue a romantic relationship. Chewing tobacco. Also Ew. gross for everybody. Who fucking does that anymore? Baseball players. Ew. And people who drive pickup trucks and wear cowboy hats. And have fuck Trudeau flags on the Well, I mean, if they're in Canada, but I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of cowboy types that's fucking gross and and it's bad for your mouth isn't it can't you get mouth cancer doing that and and we have we have in this country there's where all the spitting's coming yeah we have in this country a long time ago they made we always had warning labels on tobacco products but a long time ago they started putting pictures Mm -hmm. on the warning labels and there was one on chewing tobacco Mm. that had like rotting out gums like somebody who had gum cancer it was fucking gross man Row. Yeah, because putting the words on packages of cigarettes of this will cause erectile dysfunction wasn't good enough. So you know what they did? Oh, I love they, this one. It's my favorite. They couldn't put a dick on... <laughs> They couldn't put a dick on a cigarette package, so they took like a cigarette that had been smoked all the way to the end, like in one pull, and made it go. So all the ash was there, yeah. and the ash was like falling over. <laughs> it was like smoking may cause impotence. Yeah. <laughs> See this cigarette here. Okay, that uh, one I like. That was funny. Yeah, swearing for some reason Fuck it's okay that. for a man to swear like a sailor, but when women do it, it's unladylike. I have one thing to say: go fuck yourself. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It is not okay for anybody to swear in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Read the room. But I don't, I don't know. Do you find women unattractive that swear? No. Or only if they're swearing in inappropriate situations? Yeah. But I. The second one. But don't you find men, like, where you're like, this person doesn't know enough not to swear in this situation? Yeah. Having pubic hair. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, what? Did an eight-year-old boy write this list? Ew. Like, is that... Okay, I, I think I think we need to normalize women's bodies looking like women's bodies. Yeah. Not like prepubescent children. That is creepy as fuck. There's, I, I always wonder if... Like, what is the driving force behind that obviously we see it in pornography pornography is always sure. you know and and is it because there are people that want it and so that's why or do we want it because we see it right like which which right. came first the, right is it life imitating art or right i mean as far as i'm concerned whatever whatever the person wants is fine i will say as long as it's maintained taken care of yes that means washed, maybe not too long. Well, that's your preference. Some people like a full bush. Yeah, but a long bush is... Yeah, but some people like that. Yeah. But this is the thing. Like, you have to decide what you yeah. want, and yeah. you have to decide what your preferences are. And you know what? I prefer to have some manscaping going on down there. I don't like a full fucking bush on a man either. No. Gross. It's musky down there, man. Mm-hmm. You buy your dental floss at the store. <laughs> I like I like I like mint flavored dental floss, not musk flavored dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. And finally, I'm do- using air bunnies here, babysitting their kids. Oh yeah. What it's not that? okay for guys to babysit their no, own children. No, but they're children. saying if women say, "Oh, I'm babysitting the baby tonight." No, you're parenting. No, you're parenting. And men don't babysit either. No, they parent. They parent. Or they should be. Yeah. What a fucking weird ass thing. That was a weird list. Wasn't it? I know. I you know what? I don't read them ahead of time because I don't know. We want spontaneity, so we we, we don't but then sometimes uh. <laughs> Well, I think we've established just like when we were talking about our red flags in women episode, I have a lot of those and uh, you're still here. And I do a lot of the unladylike things and I'm still here. So So next time we are going to review and unpack Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Or grande. Ooh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm going to say grande. <laughs> that is Emma... Emma Thompson? Yes. And Daryl McCormick. Yes. So if you have a chance to watch it, I believe it's on Prime. Uh, yes. It's a Hulu original mm-hmm. movie. So but wherever you get Prime. your Hulu, yeah. Hulu, we get it here in Canada on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, let, so, do you want me to read the little one-sentence synopsis? Go find it then. Go find it. Go find it. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Or Grande. I prefer Grande. Because yeah. it's not Ariana Grande. It's <laughs> Ariana Grande. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.